this is why I should just, I got, I gifted myself, like, you know, better headphones and there's all these fucking buttons. You hold it over here for two seconds and like this turns into ambient mode. It's just like a whole thing. I didn't read the instructions, of course. I was like, yeah, I'll just figure out the sign. Yeah. So, you know, that was just me. I think this is a great way for me just to say welcome to the show, Solo, darling. And now let's just keep talking talking about how shit we all are with technology. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And by by that, I mean me and Solo because Callum's a graphic designer, so he can do all that stuff. But I figured me and you, me and you, Solo, uh, uh, pretend I'm guessing you're as useless as, as me with technology. Yeah. Yeah. Give me like you know, any kind of like science or feelings or like any of that good stuff. Maybe like look into a night sky, discuss some big topics. Cool. You need me to like alt F4 or something and like we're screwed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't have the best idea. I, I literally thought I could turn Callum's computer on before by touching the screen. Uh, it didn't work. It, it, it didn't work. work. I would have tried anyway. Worth a try. I always yeah. worth a try. It, it was rubbish. It really was. But see, this is how we should start talking about how shit we are with technology, right? This is how this should start. You just want to like, don't set any expectations. You know, keep them yeah. real low. That's it. We, we literally. I'd like it's... to be bad with technology. I'd like to not understand computers. Oh, here we it. go. Humble brag. Humble brag. I can't help that I'm so oh. good at technology. Guys, it's a burden being this good at technology. I, <laughs> you don't you get know, it. You know what is nice? Finally having someone like Solo who's actually on my side for once who can gang up on you. Normally the way around. Who's ever on my side that we've interviewed? I'm always the punching bag for any kind of abuse on this show. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's not, but that's how you should start the interview. We literally <laughs> don't write anything down, so nothing's written down. We just that's like great. to chat. Shit I don't know if you can tell. We don't really have a like a, a plan for the show. We just <laughs> we just kind of go in. We have a little bit of a laugh. Maybe maybe talk mm. some wrestling at some point. Oh yeah. That thing. I do that, huh? You you do. Like it's. You do. <laughs> It feels like it's been a million years. <laughs> how how has it been, dare I ask? Uh, have you been doing okay with the, obviously, you know, the, you've not been wrestling as much. How have you been finding that downtime? Oh, oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Oh, you, oh we're, we're misunderstanding here. Not wrestling does not mean I have downtime. I don't even oh, okay. know how to take a nap. Okay. Uh, I don't understand the concept of, like, rest unless it's like rest and recovery, something active. Uh, mindfulness, still active. Uh, <laughs> so as soon as it was like wrestling had downtime, um, I mean, over quarantine, I did an entire garden, um, learned how to install a door. I know I like weird projects like that, like building stuff, what? training my dogs. Um, they're like a full-time job. And then when everything kind of like really blew up with all that like hot topic, I'm not sure we're going to get to today, but um, we all know what we're talking about here. I saw uh, exactly where I needed to be, um, which is uh, I'm at UPenn, University of Pennsylvania, for I'm going to complete my bachelor's finally. I had two of them before, left right before I graduated to pursue wrestling. Um, So I have a bachelor's in arts and sciences in positive psychology and neuroscience so that I can get into the master's of applied positive psychology program. 
because I want to bring uh, actually a practice of sorts to wrestling, obviously with an entire online feature, right? Like that has to all go into account because the goal is reach and having outreach Mm -hmm. is really important. And last year was a lot of like cutting and getting rid of, uh, but just because you get rid of something doesn't mean you all of a sudden have happiness and enrichment and fulfillment and know what the hell to do with your elbows. Who the fuck knows what to do with their elbows? So what the fuck your elbows? Uh, So I feel like getting all of that information, just why I wanted to bring it home, expressing Mm. my whole family needs help. So I, so to, to say you've been busy still is an understatement because you've just you've done more than I've probably done in my life over lockdown over over the pandemic. So, I I can't install a door. You kidding? Okay, it doesn't look great. It's my first door. Like I I'm better at like tiling and like other types of projects well, in the house. But <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm, you did mention that you've done a garden as well. Now my garden needs doing. So I mean, if I could fly you over to the UK, could you come do my garden for me, please? As long as we really cash in on all the Mexican jokes that are just waiting right here to happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, perfect. perfect. As long as yeah. we don't get cancelled, we're, we're good. <laughs> I know, I know. No, we'll, we'll just like skirt the line dangerously. Pero está bien, porque soy mexicana, está bien. So. <laughs> I'm game, I'm game. And I figured I'm going to have to show Callum how to fit a door at some point now as well, aren't I? This is coming from Jamie, who yesterday had to get his dad to come around to install the lights. So I'll take no DIY abuse from Jamie. Oh, electricity, I'm on. All right. I can make it happen. Whether or not it stays in the ceiling. I don't like wires, okay? I don't like wires. I, I... I just avoid anything electrical, so I'll, I got my dad to come around. My dad's a firefighter, so if anything blows up, he's the right man oh. to have about. So. Do you have like a card? Do you think he can get places like really fast? Because I'm pretty sure my room is an entire fire hazard. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm sure it could get you in about eight to ten hours on a plane. So I mean, if that helps, that's not yeah. bad. That's pretty good. Pretty good. International yeah. fire rescue. Time to get the animals out. <laughs> International fire rescue. Hey, if you paid him, he'd do it because he likes money. So I mean, he'd happily he do it. He does like money. He's like the million dollar man. Loves yeah, money. Nothing wrong with a little money. Nothing no. wrong with it. It's nice to be able to buy the food you want to eat. That's the best part. I don't like want if you to have be a millionaire. to. Yeah, for that yeah, if like if like you know we all can't agree that. <laughs> money's hurting us and we could lower the cost of things or do anything that would be like positive mm. for us then it would be nice to have the money and <laughs> get what we want for like sure. if that's not going to change i guess like you know you got to join them then <laughs> the, the first thing i'd do if i won millions of pounds is probably just spend like a thousand pounds in in and out or something you know just oh, or, good. yeah in, i wish we had in and out in the uk we, yeah. we only we don't have it. We only get it when we go to America, and only in certain parts of America. That makes oh, yeah. me angry because mm-hmm. I've been to states before where they're like, "Oh yeah, we don't get it here," and I'm like, "What do you mean you don't get it here?" Like it's West Coast streets. Don't get it. And Texas. Texas Philly cheese. It. Yeah, yeah, Texas does have it. We have like Philly cheesesteaks though. Like you know, yeah. we got some stuff. I live in Dottie's Donuts, which is a vegan donut shop I post about all the time. I rarely go on social media these days, but when I do, I make sure. To find out what the donut is of the day and how I'm going to ruin my diet with it. 
There's nothing Hell, wrong yeah. with a donut. Yeah, we'll, we agree so with you on good. that. Yeah. So I mean, I, I discovered, I mean, you probably get them over in America anyway, but I had a couple of donuts yesterday that I discovered. Uh, there's Oreo donuts with like strawberry goo inside of them. Mm. And oh my God, they are the, I even let Callum have one. I do feed him every now and then. Sometimes. They are, they are the most. Daddies. <laughs> my God. I, hey, I, I bought, my friends I, ate this donut, and I'm going to need you to, like, recreate that for me because they're, like, over some water. Like, borders are really, like, lame right now. So if you could make that donut. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it. We'll make it happen. I got, I got stuck in traffic a couple of weeks ago when I when I first bought my first pack when I discovered them. I got stuck in some traffic on the way home, and I literally was sat there with a box of these donuts just eating every single one of them. So... What people walking by and, and stuck in traffic near me were thinking that this this fat bearded guy shoveling donuts down his throat while he's stuck in traffic. I think they thought, what a guy. Well, you go on, Jamie. You eat those I donuts. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I, was winning, I was winning at life at that moment. And I think, uh, you know, I was eating Oreo donuts with, with strawberry goo in my beard. It was heaven. You're like, I'm eating them before they're cool. So y'all yeah. just take a page right now. Take a picture. Just know I did it first. Um, we've all had. If if anyone drives by or we're in traffic and you look into our car, it's a circus. I always have the dogs and or like you know when there was traveling, it was like wrestlers and the dogs. Um, yeah, yeah. I wear like I my coat right now looks like a like a giant acid paint coat. Like it's just all trippy colors and rainbow. And it's like a Sherpa thing. It just looks like I came out of a festival, even though I haven't been to a festival. It's really Love warm, you. okay? So you've got, like, the big coat. You've got the dogs kind of walking wherever they want. And then, like, food everywhere. Loud music. They're, they seem to be okay with it at this point. But it's kind of like, you know, I mean, like, I'm unapologetic about it. There was a couple years ago, though, where um, I drove out a couple. Oh, my God. It was, like, it was, like, six years ago now. So... I decided I was going to get a tray of pot brownies for me and my friend. <laughs> drove all this way. This person who makes these great brownies, because this person obviously for reasons doesn't deliver. So I'm driving forever. And then I'm driving home in traffic with a tray. <laughs> um, and I was like, you know what? I'll just have a little. I'll just have a little. It's just going to make the drive better. Hell I'm, yeah. I'm still going to eat it when I get home, right? Like I'm just going to in a party when I get home, right? And then I was like, this is so good. And the trick is, if you don't have anything else in your stomach and you're only five foot tall like myself, you just like kind of forget that there's stuff in it. And then you're like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to like have a little more. And then you realize from like a tray you could probably fit a normal rack of ribs on, you know, like a good size tray. You've eaten half of it. So you need to get home soon. Or it's all gonna go. It's gone, yeah. And you're already like, how does you know, like, how do these red lights in front of me just get like so bright and like <laughs> so nice? Like, does anyone ever really admire traffic? You're talking to no one. Does anyone feel this way about it? Because this is like super enlightening. And then you're like, oh no, I have to, I have to drink water and <laughs> to park. Yeah. Fuck. I was at the height of my. First time I got to tell that story. Heard it here first, y'all. Exclusive. 
<laughs> just no, like no, fall no. out of the chair. I, I really like <laughs> the the thought process of has anyone ever really just like stopped to appreciate traffic before? Like <laughs> everyone always bitches and moans about traffic, but has anyone ever wondered like how traffic feels about it? Or yeah, you know, and like think of it this way: like you're in traffic, all your obligations are suspended. Yeah, you you can't be anywhere else. You don't have to be anywhere, anyone. Like you're just there. You're sitting in it with everybody else. Kind of like a sick day, although you're stuck in your I've car. Never, so you better yeah. like put cool things in your car. If anything, I've is, never thought about that before. I might have to start appreciating traffic a bit more because it's, it's, I have the ultimate road rage, and I get very angry. Maybe I'll start appreciating traffic and looking at it from a from a different perspective. I'm I'm putting that on the uh, the YouTube. <sighs> title for this episode like some kind of traffic appreciation because i think that'll get the clicks <laughs> i just need a way i can click bait that title just like like everybody's just kind of like here we're together and like isn't that what it's all about and then you're like oh no you have that one second of clarity but then it's gone because you just ate half a tray of like awesome just put on I a really of... good playlist <laughs> Might be my favorite interview we've done already. If I'm not not even kidding. <laughs> I, I was just thinking that myself as well. You don't have to plan any kind of shit, and you just talk about any kind of shit. Perfect. Perfect. At the end, I mean, at, at the end of the interview, we'll just mention off the top of our heads like three things to do with wrestling, and then I'll just stick them in the title so people still think we discussed wrestling. But it's just all at the oh, end yeah. of the episode. Yeah. That... You gotta wait. You gotta watch the whole thing. Hello, Star That's it. Yeah. This is not a safe place for you. Oh my god. She's ready. She's <laughs> tiny and evil and just ready to well, it, it's a cat. step on this keyboard. <laughs> my cat's around Callum somewhere, isn't she? So... Yeah, she's around here somewhere. I have, yeah, there is a cat around here somewhere as well. She's a. Uh... There was one wrestling thing that I think we have to get out the way first because we're yeah we're we pretty, can talk whatever we're pretty I like good, wrestling um, still he has to ruin it doesn't he we're pretty good um well just pretty well connected with Colin from Synergy um Synergy wrestling and you wrestled at Synergy recently at mm-hmm. the Garden State Invitational uh, against Casey Catal mm-hmm. um, which is a very good show we watched it um. What what are your thoughts on the Garden State Invitational? You were unlucky in that match, but mm-hmm. is there anything you took away from it? Did you do you want to get back to Synergy anytime soon? Are you smiling because you know something, or am I just guilty I and I know, know something anything, and you're smiling? <laughs> just trying to get a scoop. <laughs> okay, so um, I've wrestled like twelve years or a hundred, you know, whatever. So I, uh, in all of my years, a million random things have happened you know wardrobe malfunctions you take a really hard senton from someone and you pee a little bit just a little bit we've all been you know yeah you have a lot less plumbing than y'all so it's you know just quick right out it's not there's nothing stopping it but i've never been nauseous in a match and I, I think being away, I like forgot what I need to eat and how I need to get ready for the day. You know, like I was excited because I was like, cool, I get to play. But like also feels kind of second nature in a lot of ways. It's not like I stopped working out as soon as gyms were available. Like I did, you know, did my best to stay in some kind of shape. 
without touching people <laughs> to risk COVID. <laughs> and uh, we called this match. You know, I I asked her what I could do to to be in service to her. That's that's my approach. What can I do? Are you trying to establish something? What, do you, what would you like to tell today? Is there a move I could help you work towards? Let's do some EEV. It's my favorite. Ask anyone. And uh, I had this like cool move I want to do on the apron. As you know, I'm kind of like a in a you know, monogamous relationship with the apron. And <laughs> right out the gate, I just kind of knew. And I was like, cool, go to do a thing. I you know, had her strike me. And upon the first strike, I almost threw up. And I was like, oh, no. Like, oh, what is this? Like, what? I'm not blown. Like, we didn't even do anything. Like, because you, you've been there, too. You're having, like, a match, and it's intense, and there's story, and you're, like, blown up because you don't know how to breathe. You know, I've been there, but not at the level where I was like, I might have to claw my way out of here because like I just can't let people like watch that mm. it's like it's like t-rex like I can't so we were wrestling the whole time and she's looking to me to like help with certain spots and like call and like you know do the things you're supposed to do and I was just kind of like this is I have not I cannot throw up on her because they will just give her the win I think that's like a dq and then and everyone loses but she gets a crowd <laughs> So I'm trying to spend that whole match trying to call to her, fix whatever's happening here. At one point, I turn around and look at commentary, and I was like, <laughs> and you know, <laughs> and Missy's on the commentary, and she's like, oh, like she told me, like, she's like, I can't help her. Like, I don't know what to do to help her. And like, there was no help. I just needed someone else to know in the moment, like share this experience with me. Um, and it was just like the first, like, I, it's really funny to me. And it worked out, like we managed to just, I was like, all right, we'll get there, we'll get there. We're gonna go to the apron, it's gonna be cool. We'll get to the, and then I I took whatever from her and I was like, nope. And I just pulled her and I said, take me home, please. <laughs> <laughs> and all the times I was trying to let her know I was nauseous. It like I mean she didn't hear me or whatever the angle or projection of the audio and the wavelength went to Narnia I don't know what happened but I would tell her I was like at one point I gripped her and I was like put me in a hold I'm sick and she puts a choke hold on and I was trying to laugh and also not <laughs> that's the worst <laughs> boob you could use <laughs> I was like of course and that that kind of thing is like really that that happens to me i was wrestling Britt baker once and i was having a wardrobe malfunction and the ref was you know covering it up doing what he can he's doing the shimmy in front of the camera you know hey what are you saying i was like you see this right and he's like yeah totally you good and i was like no not really so i was talking to the ref at this one and i um see it happening like i'm just out because of the way i wear my gear which i'll explain later so i looked at her and i just like panicked locked eyes and i was like cover me thinking we had this like you know she could see it's not like they're huge that so she could see it was out but she dropped what she was doing to like literally cover me and all i could do was laugh and almost forget to kick out because i was like she did she covered me like she went for the pin it makes sense oh, it makes sense it's good it's just, we're all here and that's just like that's so of my life like yes yes put a hold on me i'm sick ah. <laughs> yeah 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 We've won wrestling. Literally yeah. pins you. Yep. Yep. Amazing. Amazing. Because then you think, oh my God, I should have been more specific or whatever, right? Like you're like, of all the words, I use the wrestling words. 
Um, and we got through it and she was concerned not that I was hurt. She was so sweet. I was like, look, I'm sorry. This is all good. And she's like, I made you sick. I was like, no, pretty sure it was like my lack of dietary supplementation, like food and probably like some water. <laughs> like you get, you just get like in the rhythm and you have three Red Bulls and you forget a bottle of water, you know? But you did it. You finished it, right? I wrestled that whole match. Yeah. I'm talking now. <laughs> I don't know how you did that. Seriously, I have no idea. Like, even talking about being sick makes me feel sick. So, so how do you wrestle a match while you're feeling nauseous and sick? I don't get it. That's the closest I've ever been to Russian roulette. (laughs) Callum, I think we might have to watch this match when we've we've finished this chat. We've watched it before. Yeah, I know. No, I mean... But now knowing knowing the background. I mean, again... So we can now we know what we're looking for in this this time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I mean, Amazing. But uh, so I mean, are you uh, looking to go back to Synergy? I mean. Yeah, Colin, it was it was such a sweet environment. Colin's amazing. Oh yeah. You know, like like barring like different like circumstances, like I, w- I would have like been more huggy, you know. Well, obviously, yeah. Such a, yeah. a character, isn't he? It, yeah. It, yeah, he's, uh... We've been very close with Colin over the last few like months, and we've just bonded over his love for British television as well. Um, so we're we're with you there, hundred percent. We know we know what he's like. He, he's a he's lovely dog. guy. He, yeah. he really is. Yeah, he really is. And you'll you'll get to hug him one day. The world will be back to normal at some point. I can um... feel it. Uh, one, <laughs> one of the promotion I've got to mention before I forget is you've wrestled a fair few times for mm. one of my favorite ever independent promotions just because of how creative it is. Uh, you wrestled for Chikara a few times. And, oh, this is a couple. Yeah, and <laughs> I am so incredibly jealous. Like, I've never been to a Chikara show. I never will do now, but um, what was it like being at Chikara? Because that's the place of characters, isn't it? There's nowhere more creative on the independence than Chikara was. So was that a good experience for you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's actually, I mean, I uh, I spent my career learning on the road after I, I left a very unhealthy start. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like my introduction to wrestling was a lot of carny and bidding on me and ruining a long-time relationship. And it was a very negative experience. Yeah. Yeah, super. Yeah, it gets real dark in that closet. Um, and then I just like learned on the road. I'd get there early before matches and I'd like learn a move and like, all right, look something up and then learn a move um, until I was able to, I trained with Truth Martini for a little bit because he'd ran like a small program and I got mm-hmm. like some foundation. And then um, you know, MQ ran a seminar and I had the tail on at the time and I thought like, this is perfect. But what he actually gave me was like the exact thing I needed, which was everything else, right? Like I had everything else and it's like, oh, this is like a really fun character. But I didn't like, necessarily need all of those accoutrements Mm. uh i was i was given the gift that i wanted all along which was a a safe place to learn to wrestle sure and like really learn i mean he's brilliant he knows right like how everything works why it works where it comes from um different ways for you to like implement that with your character that you like character continuity um how to structure matches anywhere you go different ways to perceive the same thing that we love there's no necessarily like set way to do it there is a set shikara style yeah like that's what you learn there right 
but I was able to like take that and during the time where it was like I was doing Shikara and Beyond was running uncharted territory, it was just like every week you gotta like up your game. And I was able to take all of these different tools. And while I didn't always wrestle that kind of like, you know, like the ants, right? Like I didn't have like that. That wasn't my persona sure. um, to have that like smooth dance. But I was able to take all those things and make it make sense for me in a place that's grittier and like pound for pound hits harder. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I took a lot of those two things that were simultaneously running and kind of that's where I really come from in terms of my style. Yeah, I, I always felt like the Shikara shows that... Um... I saw you on because I've, I used to be a member of uh, Chikaratopia. So watch all the hey. backlog of uh, Chikara. So good. Uh, but I always felt like you fit into it anyway without having to have that over-the-top character, which Chikara was known for. Uh, yeah. But Chikara always did that. They always blended really good wrestling with really strong characters as well. Like the mm-hmm. Ants, for example. That wouldn't yeah. work anywhere apart from Chikara. <laughs> um, it, it, it was like an exclusive Ch- to Chikara where these characters just weren't there. I mean, I know they tried it in Ring of Honor at one point where they had like the ice creams there at one point, I think, but it <laughs> kind of didn't work. But in Chikara, it always did. So yeah, I had to ask about that because Chikara's always had a soft spot in my heart. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I really got a chance, like a real chance at my dream mm. because of because without that knowledge, right, like how hard it is for women wrestling. Sure. Um, but without the those tools and the confidence to be like, no, I know how this works. And to then bring that to a lot of other women that also fall through the cracks of training and like just, yeah. to, you know, that's like a whole thing, right? Like that's a whole podcast in and of itself. Yeah. And um, to be given that confidence. And that's where I started intergender wrestling. And I'll <clears> never <throat> go back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But it also taught me a lot of ways to like learn that intensity. Um, there is just that like that slight difference of that. There's like a weird yeah. once you once you pass it, you get to this level of intensity. It's safe because you're both doing the exact thing everyone tells you to do, which is go 100 percent, do the move 100 percent. Right? You're doing it safe. You know how to do it. Do it 100 percent intense. It looks the best. You always hear these things, right? It is the best. It's safest. Mm-hmm. And you learn how to like not worry. Innately yeah. worry, innately worry, and then you can bring that to others, which I was able to be that for others. Like, all right, cool. Like, you're gonna hit me. We're gonna figure it out. Like, we're gonna get out. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Does Does that come across in a performance sense? So, say you're in the ring and you are worrying about stuff like that. Is that oh, something yeah. which the fans can pick up on, or is it just something which you, as a performer, obviously, you want to try and get out of that mindset? I think it's a little of both. It depends yeah. on the performer. Like, I think, like, uh, the, a lot of that, like, apprehension, you can tell, or you watch someone and you'll be like, hmm, is she, like, she's newer, right? And she looks a little bit, right? Ap- like, uh, a little hesitance or a little, or, like, it's a little pull in the strikes, um, a little pause before a signature move, mm. you know, all of those little things. Like, when I first learned the stinger, it came as an accident. We were watching a Lucha match. And I still can't do this weird. It was almost like the longbow I do. So you hook for longbow and you like back roll and up and then go over the legs. So you just do this complete backwards thing. And I kept trying to do it, but I do have that thing with like visualizing something 360 for me. Like I'd have to like see it the exact way to do it. Yeah. And I somehow came up with that like inverse of the clover leaf. But mm-hmm. I had to do it for a while. I had to have them on their back. I had to go through a ritual, right? Like you go through a ritual, you get them down on their back. 
you lace it, you hook it, you lift it, you flip it. But now I just see it and I'm like, yeah, I'll just tuck it. Like, oh, you're just going to try to do it up and over facing me. Like I can tuck it under and stick it in the buckle. Like you start to see it from any which way because you get those reps mm -hmm. in. Um, and it just takes that kind of like confidence in yourself to know you've got to make it look ugly for a while. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just don't be ugly. <laughs> you mentioned, uh, I know uh, going back a bit, you mentioned the intergender wrestling as well. And um, we've had a couple of guys on here. We spoke to Josh Alexander and Chris Dickinson. And um, we've got their their point of view. Great guys. But I'm... Um, from your, obviously, from a female point of view, what's your thoughts on gender? Because I know a lot of people, some are for it, some aren't for it. Well, what's your take? Yeah. Um, there is something to be said about understanding and being aware enough to understand the difference between I was taught not to hit a woman and we are at work mm, yeah. and we are competitors. Yeah. If you like, if we're not in work confines and you hit me or you are hesitating, whatever that is, whatever that is that you're thinking of, I'm gonna light your ass up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Retweet Sorry. me in person. Uh, <laughs> I can say it with straight face. But like, no one ever watches a movie and questions a female lead or a female that's fighting any superhero movie that like sure. these conversations have just they're cyclical because people just don't want to hear the idea. And like uh, uh, anything going on should not have any kind of weight on our ability, mm. you know, on our knowledge, you know, like, you know, any of that. So any type of um, gender orientation, any like that, none of that should matter when you're in the ring. My name is what should matter. My name should come first. Yeah, this is kind of what we've said before on, on the show when we've spoken to people about it. Um, there's some fans who have a problem with intergender wrestling, and they'll be happy to believe that The Undertaker, for example, is a real dead wizard, but yeah. they have a problem believing that a woman can beat a man. You know, yeah. and it's like, get your priorities right, because, like, for example, we spoke to Layla Hirsch. Oh, I, I love her. Don't doubt for a second she'd murder most people <laughs> in real life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like the closest body-wise to me that I've ever wrestled. Right. She's one. Of, she's one of my favorite matches. And so she's, fun. She's incredible. And like, yeah. I mean, there's there's such a good list that yourself. You should definitely have yourself on that list too. Like some phenomenal female talents. But I, it, it's at the point where I don't even know if it should be called intergender wrestling because, you, like you said. You are a competitor. If there's two competitors, surely that's the focus of the match. It's not that one's a man, one's a woman, or anything yeah. like that. It's just it's a match. Do you think we're ever going to get to a point where there's a, a wrestling match between a man and a woman, and it's not labeled intergender wrestling? I know that we, I say we, Beyond Wrestling ran a show without any kind of acknowledgement to that word. Right. Um, I, I like... I didn't get to watch it back like intensely because I like to watch it. Like I'll like watch the show and then I'll watch all the matches um, to hear the commentary is why I was saying that. Like I didn't get to like tune into the commentary as much, but I know he's very like Drew is very diligent on that because that's how he sees it. Mm. Like, like you, like you are your name. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what you fill in that, that's like, what, what do you represent? Right. I, I'm solo. The thing about it is like, you're reminded every day you're a woman wrestling. Mm. Good for you. You're a woman wrestler. Thanks. 
got it the hundredth time you've put me into that. It's like, I, I am a wrestler. And it's like, you, you don't say like, you're a man wrestler. Mm, exactly. Listen here, yeah. man wrestler. That's good for man wrestling. Like no one says that. Nobody like, says no, that. Like, no one talks like that. It's weird. One of my so. biggest pet peeves too is <laughs> even when they're announcing matches and they say the the next match is a woman's match. And it's like, yeah. why yeah. why did you have to state that? Like it's just a wrestling <laughs> match. I love the incorporation more. It like making it equal. Um, it, it just kind of like falls in different ways, right? Like, I love focusing more on like, let's get everyone's pronouns right. Mm. Let's open up a safe space for everyone to wrestle and include everyone and make those matches fun. Like, you know, what would it be like for still life to wrestle Dickinson? Mm. Like that, like those characters and like how they already look animated in your mind. You already have a clear picture of what these two beautiful humans look like. Yeah. And then you're like, it's like Street Fighter. Like you pick out and then you, like, you know, their specials, you know what the three point punch is, you know how to get spinning bird kick. Like you're waiting to see how all these pop off. And like, that's the fascinating thing about what we do. Cause all of us have loved some kind of like fighting game, wrestling game, comic book, entertainment. It all comes from that in stunt work. No one is like, you know, oh, well you can't do that. I'm sorry. No, you have to do your stunt work together. Like well, just more togetherness. Yeah, that, that you mentioned Chris Dickinson. Uh, he had a match re fairly recently with Priscilla Kelly at GCW, and they it's absolutely wild. tore the house down. Like they beat yeah. the crap out of each other. And I got to he, sneak outside to watch it. It was oh intense. really? Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it looked like an amazing match to see live. Like that they, they beat the shit out of each other. They didn't hold any punches or kicks, yeah. and yeah. he really went in, and so did she. And at the end of it, you were just like, "Well, yeah, the." That was just a normal match. Like that, I can't see how anyone could watch that and have a problem with it being a man and a woman. I, I don't know yeah. if that's just. I don't know. I, I think some people are old-fashioned with it, and that's understandable. That's their point of view. But yeah. I really hope we do get to a point where it is just normalized to have a match between a man and a woman, and it's just a match. Yeah, but, it is the same time. I feel like it's just also how people. Like if there is more, going back to earlier, if there, if there is more room to plant the seeds we need to grow compassion and tear down the walls of like fear and stuff, I think there's yeah. a lot of that fear. It's like, you know, people have suffered domestic abuse. And I, I am on an interview once, um, like someone asked about that. And, and I was like, you know, like I've gone through domestic abuse. Yeah. I, I, I have gone through sexual assault and rape. I have been on the receiving end of that. I'm a survivor comfortable with it i'm um grateful to be where i am and to have the awareness to try and like get in the ring and show others that this is fine and you're capable mm -hmm. you know there is that side of it if if a little girl's watching if you know kids are watching in general any you know anyone of a young age can see that equality yeah and that that kind of will breed that respect and that'll breed that openness and awareness that there's a different way to view someone and you view them by their soul. You see them by like who they are and that light that they bring. Like that's who we are, you know? Like what we get here is like, you know, all right. This no, is the car, you know? <laughs> it's a very important message. And like you said, it, I think you're right. It becomes more normal by just practicing it. And the more it's 
more it happens in wrestling, for example, the more normal it become over time. It does just take time. And yeah. I think we're on the right track of it, though. And it's great to have, like, I would never take away from people that do love, right? If it's an all-men's show, that's like a tradition. Like, I don't want to eradicate, you don't fuck with traditions. I don't want to eradicate traditions. Like, Shimmer is a home for me. I adore mm. Shimmer. And you will get that same intensity <laughs> when they bring over Joshi wrestlers. And, like, a lot of the women that we know that have gone, you know, to get signed to television or have gone and then become that role for other women's wrestlers coming up. When you get that beat down, you're like, oh, and you survive it and you get to the back and there's ice waiting for you because you just got your ass kicked, but it was good. It's something about that. That's, like, part of coming up, you know? You're like, yeah, now we're playing. Like, now we're wrestling. Um, And so there is beauty to that. And it deserves its day in the sun, just like shows that have – all kinds of intergender wrestling without calling it intergender wrestling. There's, yeah. there's a fluidity to sexuality. There's a fluidity in wrestling. And once those start to kind of like allow that appreciation for one another, it won't have to be like, we don't need just an all man's show and just an all women's show. It could be like, that's cool too. And this show is going to be like this and we're going to have room for this. And that way everyone can kind of just be together and appreciate each other for their strengths rather than focusing on what we don't have. Absolutely. Do you know, just uh, as well, just, just, I just want to throw this out there. Um, I very rarely smile, and I think this must be the, the first interview we've done where someone's actually made me I, smile. I was just thinking of... that. I was looking at Jamie thinking, is is he all right? Is he smiling? <laughs> He's <laughs> frozen. He's <Yeah>, frozen. <laughs> yeah. I've been frozen for the whole interview. That's it. Just a lag. Yeah, you're making me smile. You're, 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 you're... You're the first one we've ever had that's made me smile for the majority of the interview. So, well done. Well done. I'm next person. <laughs> I actually did freeze. I saw. I was just like waiting for it. I was like, oh, oh is it a bit God. or not? Is it a bit? I, I was pretending <laughs> to freeze and I actually did freeze. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Um, somebody I wanted to ask you about as well, because I know you, you've been in the ring with her. I, I think She's had more the the best years twenty twenty uh, of anybody. I mean, wrestler in general. Uh, that's Thunder Rosa. I mean, what was it like working with her? I love her. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, we uh, I don't know. We're just we're in sync. Like we get each other. Like she gets me, and like I like her style. Yeah, it's nice. Like you know, doing tournament for tomorrow, two thousand eighteen. Right, that was, feels like decades ago at this point. Um, but Twisted Sisters getting to wrestle Bird and the Bee, like, it was fun, because you just know you can just trust the other person to while out. It's kind of like, you just, like, show up, and it's like, what's your favorite magazine? Like, good housekeeping! Like, you just know you're gonna, like, have that kind of, like, it's cool, you're gonna want to fall on the floor, that's great, I'm gonna want to go on top of a bar, right? And we're just gonna, like, see where that takes us? Awesome. Um, she's, she's a great mind, her passion drives me like and even when i'm you know i'm typically very like yeah like into the night but there are days where it's hard and it's a struggle and i'm down and then you just go on her page and you're like yeah you're right girl like that's like a good sister to have where you're like yep just get back up and just keep the hustle and keep going um and we do check in on each other and you know say hello every once in a while and make sure we're both still getting that hustle she's great yeah she had a phenomenal 2020, didn't she? As well, I mean, she, you know, um, ended with yeah. AEW. I mean, my God, Mission Pro Wrestling. I think 
I, I said, I can't remember who we spoke to a while ago, and I said, you know, 2020 for me, Thunder was the MVP of pro wrestling. Um, I'm... I think she was untouchable last year. Um, and it's been a pleasure. And it's a pleasure to see where she goes from now. Um, like I said, I know you worked with her. I mean, would you like to work with her again? Is that something you like in the future to happen? Yeah, yeah 100%. Like, cool. Like, everyone just gets where they're getting at AEW and then bring the bird in the bee and still life. So a little faction. We're a big right. move. Just bring us and then, like, it's then, like, then I, I won't go anywhere ever. I'll do whatever. You want me to make cakes today? Great. I'm here. I'll do whatever. You want me? Yes. Yes, sir, um, and or madam. Like, that's where I want to be. What cakes you make, though? Let's, let's, hang on a minute, right? Listen, I'm not going to make those cakes unless requested, but no one's going to oh, request okay. that because it's not legal in Florida. Okay. Let's <laughs> <laughs> take forever to make. <laughs> <laughs> it's not legal anywhere over here, so you're all right. You probably don't. Yeah, Jersey, speak. Jersey, and Pennsylvania. Uh, speaking of over here, Jamie, uh, you did wrestle in the UK. Did yeah, I? you did. Um, it feels also like a decade ago. 2019 was. Oh. A, God, that that might as well be 10 years ago. Yeah, it's insane. It's I can't figure out what's going on with this world. It's like just I. I I just I want some normal back. So, We've not had a wrestling show since March. Yeah, and it's just you know. A couple times you do wrestle too, you feel this like strange anxiety with it all. You're like, this is great. I love what I'm doing. Oh my god, we're in a pandemic. What if I do this? What if you, you know, like, oh, I don't want to be like asymptomatic. And so it's just this kind of like fifty-fifty battle, and like sometimes yeah. one wins more than the other, and you have to kind of weigh your options there. Um, where exactly are you over the? pond uh, the puddle well you've wrestled not too far from us before you wrestled at um tidal in leeds yeah. so leeds is about 40 miles from us so not too far so yeah we're in hull if you've ever heard of hull before it's in yorkshire yes, I have. yeah yes. so that's okay. where we are I miss Lo- it. I lovely love it. lovely place called hull but um, i'm always surprised when people have heard of where we're from just yeah especially you. in america yeah <laughs> Yeah, no one. I no would back. No, I loved it. I loved the tour, and we went to seven different places. Um, and we missed the last one that we were gonna do, or not the last one, but it was like towards the end of the trip in Dublin. We were supposed to do something, and didn't get to do it. Like it was a bunch of flights that got canceled. I, I don't. I've never had that in my life, where I was like, "We'll just get a car and we go." You can't. It's like eight hours away. What? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a bus. It's five hours. Like, what is that? Like, the inability to have that like control over your destiny there was, I think, the only stressful part for me because I was like, so we're at the hands of other drivers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You'll get back over here, though. You you'll get back over here. I know the the world is going to open up at some point. It just yeah. I'm just gonna go live with Shay. There we go. Get yourself over here. Do that. I think that was my favorite place. Wales really really oh my god yeah oh we got one me with the spoons i was done i was done i I saw dragons and i saw that like spoons is a love language over there and i was like yeah of course i'm just gonna get a bath water absolutely yeah it's amazing (laughs) you've got to come back when you can it's i mean there's no shortage of promotions in the uk you know that Mm. Uh, i'm sure they'd all be happy to have you back but if you do let us know. We'll come support you as well because we'll be going to every single wrestling show we can when the pandemic yeah. is 
over because I don't care what show it is, we'll be there. But <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I'll bring the donuts. I'll bring the Oreo donuts. There yeah, we go. Bring the donuts. Oh yes, good. We will stack up on Oreo strawberry donuts. Um, so good. Before before we start to wrap up as well, um, uh-huh. the indie scene in general during the pandemic, I think, has thrived. Obviously, you've worked with GCW and, and beyond. Um, what have, what's your thoughts been this year with the indie uh, wrestling? Because, like I said, I think they've really stepped up and, and, and really thrived uh, during the pandemic. I'm really grateful for IWTV mm. and all the all the moving parts that that takes. Um, because I, I think there would have been a way bigger hole <laughs> that we would all yeah. have to deal with if this was an era where we couldn't watch each other or watch old yeah. things or like mm-hmm. Nate Webb has a cooking show, like all these other things were, that allowed for us to express ourselves and feel connected. Um, there was a couple of YouTube live we all kind of watched. It was like, let's watch old matches together. And like, I think trying to like bring us together in that way was very helpful. And um, I, I applaud people trying to continue like doing shows uh, during this time. I wish there was a lot less blood during the pandemic, although I do understand. I understand, but at the same time, I just hope everyone is safe so that they can continue doing that because I, I don't want to lose anyone selfishly, but I also want people to continue having their health to see where it goes when it's full on back, you know, that they've put themselves on the line and everyone on TV as well, putting themselves out there as a way to continue performing, but also yeah. as a way to say like, hey, you at home, I know that you can't right now, or maybe your you know, area isn't running shows, but like it's still alive and there is that hope there. Um, so I really do commend everyone that's taken those risks for themselves, for us, all of that, just to kind of keep us together. Yeah, yeah. even from a fan point of view, just getting to watch the American Indies, uh, especially uh, me and Jamie have said before, we haven't had any wrestling here. So we've just been throwing ourselves straight into the American Indies because that's all we've really yeah. got to watch right now. Um, and we're falling in, I, I, we're already indie fans anyway, but we're falling in love with like a few promotions like Freelance, uh, Black Label Pro, for example, okay. GCW, just absolutely yeah. hooked to it now. So if there is a silver line into this whole thing, it's that we've kind of like rekindled our love for the American Indies. Uh, it's yeah. just such a strong scene right now. And I think it's going to do incredible things in the coming years as well especially yeah. when it's this strong during a pandemic it we're surviving now real. we're yeah, yeah. We're, we're doing what like, we can now so obviously it'll grow absolutely well, one final thing i mean also we mentioned like putting shows on during a pandemic fans no fans uh, i heard Stephanie mcmahon say that they're going to allow twenty-five thousand fans for wrestlemania this year um what's your thoughts on that do you think that's too much <laughs> I think that says a lot, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know everyone is gonna have their negative test results ready and handy before they walk into that arena, and that right. everyone is gonna be socially distanced and use hand sanitizer um, and and respect each other's space. So that under under those ideal perfect circumstances, clearly. That's twenty five thousand each night. That's fifty thousand. <laughs> fifty thousand over two nights. It's fine. They'll, like it's, like I said, they'll they'll all stick to those rules. It'll be fine. It's probably fine. It's probably fine. Yeah. Well, we'll see. But on that bombshell, hopefully, 
this has been the most fun we've ever had. Like, I've never smiled so much during an interview. So that's a testament to you because I don't like to smile. So you oh. just... he, he hates fun. Oh, I'm so glad. Thank you for having me. This was great. I needed this. Oh, it was awesome. awesome. You, you've got to come back as well. You've got to come back oh, at yeah. some point. And we'll just chat some more shit. We'll get some donuts. We'll get some whiskey. We'll just chat some cool That's crap. what we'll do. We'll do the next episode on like a flight of donuts and compare with also a flight of whiskey. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, before we go, tell everybody where they can find you. Your social media, merchandise. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, so right now I'm primarily using Instagram when I do check on it. It's at Regulation Solo Darling. Uh, most of my work right now, or 100% of my work, is going to be through OnlyFans. So... Please check out my OnlyFans, onlyfans.com/solodarling. It's a nice little community there. It's our little club, um, and I keep it really fun. And it's not exactly what you would expect at all. So I invite you all to join and have a good time on that. Uh, and I don't very much tweet, but it's at solodarling. And sometimes I go on there to like my friend stuff. And the big cartel is www.solodarling.com. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you you knew all of your handles off the top of your head. Usually. <laughs> When we say to people, where can we find you? Like, oh, God, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been doing a lot of work on those, on the OnlyFans. Really, really fun. Fun stuff. I'll so put the link for everything perfect. in the description. He's <laughs> yeah, a whip with that kind of stuff. He knows it, what he's it's doing. Not that, it's not that hard, Joe. You make it seem like I'm Stephen Hawking. I'm literally just putting a link in the description. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you are Stephen Hawkins. What you do is Stephen Hawkins to me. All right. right. I, I, and I love that about you, Jamie. Thank you. <laughs> so, look, honestly, thank you so much. I meant what I said. I've never smiled so much on a show. It's been an absolute pleasure. We will definitely get you back on because you haven't got a choice because we think you're awesome. So, we're going to make it happen. Good. Good. Thank you both so much. Have a great no. day. Have Bye, everyone, on YouTube. Bye. <laughs> Thank you very much, Solo, darling. Thank you.